0: Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is brought to you by people just like you. Cruise on over to ritualmisery.com forward slash support, and you can find ways that you can support the show and keep it going and get more great interviews with wonderful podcasters from all walks of life. Hello and welcome to Undaunted, where each episode I talk with fellow podcasters from all walks of life and discuss what went well, what went wrong, and what just didn't matter. We'll share the good, the bad, the many laughs and lessons along the way. I'm Amos, and today I'm joined by Chris Saunders of Return to Camp Blood, a Friday the 13th fan podcast at campbloodpodcast.com. Man, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing all right.
1: Um, I don't have my normal... Um... Uh, adult beverage in hand tonight i'm just drinking on some water but otherwise i'm good <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah we're uh well i'm, I'm currently in, in korea and this weekend in particular we are under general order one which means we can't drink because uh the dude up north has decided to start you know blowing up nukes and stuff under his under his dirt so
1: yeah i, I was there I, yeah. I was there um uh uh back in oh nine i think um oh nice. no
0: no oh no, five i was back
1: i was there in oh five um, yeah, I remember I hated those, those times when we were under general or one.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it'll kill your weekend or, you know, at, at least it doesn't kill the podcast, but it's definitely a little bit lighter when I can have a beer or two during it. So there's that. All right, man. Um, you, uh, you have an, a very interesting and specific podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I do
1: a show, um, uh, centered around the Friday the 13th, um, uh, movies, um, uh, I mean, some people think might think that I went too niche with uh, my show, um, but we had always had plans on on expanding into other uh, slasher franchises in the future. But with the way that we're currently doing the show, um, we're not going to run out of Friday the Thirteenth related content for at least the next year.
0: So. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that's one of the things that, that got me is you know because uh, I put this invitation out there and you said yeah here's my podcast you know and I you know I wouldn't mind coming on or whatever I was like cool so I went and looked it up and listened to a couple episodes and it was I'm like when I first saw it I was like okay Friday the 13th uh, this 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 can't be a long lived podcast you know then I look down you've got a bunch of episodes and then I listened to the, the couple that I listened to and I'm like wow they're actually like it's it's more than just Friday the 13th you you encompass other tertiary aspects of it, you know, actors and their history and personal stories of, of the franchise and things like that. And it, it's very interesting. It's more, I'm more interested in the franchise now than I ever was before. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Yeah. Um,
1: uh, basically when there, there are other um, Friday the 13th shows out there and you're right they're they're short lived. Um, or or they they delve into um uh, other movies here and there, or they're you know they they're not consistent in how they release um but what I noticed about all of them <clears throat> is that uh, they mostly take a very critical view of these films, and yes, they are shitty eighties slasher movies you know for the most you know for the most part but um they they were focusing on a bunch of stuff that I really wasn't interested in, which is why we started the show in the first place. We, um, you know, me and uh, one of the co-hosts, Eric, he we're writers, so we're more interested in story, and so that's what we mainly focus on um, on our show is is the the storyline. Um yeah, we get into some trivia about the actors and stuff like that, but our, our main focus when we're doing our normal shows um uh, is the story. Uh basically <clears throat> we have it formatted where um if you know anything about these movies, they they you can sort of break up the the eras uh so to speak of 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 all the films. So you have the first four films which is like the human era of Jason. Uh then you have um 4 through 6 which is the Tommy Jarvis era which the main character, the, you know, main protagonist in that that section is uh Tommy Jarvis. And then you have the Kane Hodder era and we call it that because that's the the guy who played Jason played him in all four of those movies. Um and basically what we like to do is we'll talk about the movie generally And then we'll we'll pick a very specific um, plot point uh, in the film to talk about on our next episode. So, and you know we have plans to branch out into the comic books and stuff like that. But yeah, we're we're mainly focused on the storyline. I mean, it it, it's I like it. It's interesting to me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That that is rather important. It's amazing. You know, I've heard a few podcasts where the topic just isn't. A major point of interest to the to the hosts or to the guest and it's disastrous it's it's not good
1: <laughs> yeah and i and and the 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 most downloaded friday the 13th show is like that i mean <clears throat> it's it it's it, it was put out by a by a by a movie um by some movie site i, I can't think of the name off the top of my head but um, you could tell the guys talking about the films. They really didn't care about the films. You know, they they may not have hated them, but they weren't passionate about the movies like like we are on our show. And it was like that for one of the other shows also. Um, then the only show that I, I found even worth listening to was um, Thank God It's Friday the Thirteenth. Um, although they the way that they do their show uh, d- did not appeal to me much. It's not bad, but it's just not my cup of tea. And that, that was really what, what made me go into, um, doing this show.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what actually, what was the catalyst for you making the show?
1: Uh, well, let's see last, the beginning of last year, me and my oldest daughter, you know, uh, we make it a point every Friday the 13th, me and her, to sit down and watch at least one or two other movies um and we've been doing that for years now since she was little <laughs> most people would bitch at me for that but she hasn't tried to kill me in my sleep yet so i think i'm, I'm doing all right <laughs> other people um, not quite
0: as safe but you're fine
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well having a young kid watch those kind of movies uh they have a problem with that sometimes but um so one day we were just, you know, the first Friday 13th of last year, we were just sitting there and was like, you know, it would be kind of cool if, you know, there was we could do a podcast about this. And then, um, you know, she seemed interested at first. Uh, then I started looking into it and saw there, there was already a couple shows. But like I said, I, I, I really wasn't interested in them. Um, and then I said, well, you know, my daughter's really into it. I'd like to have her on here too and and she actually was on the first episode but she she really liked the idea of doing it more than she actually liked doing it. Hmm. She talked for probably about 30 seconds the, the whole 40 minute show. <laughs> <laughs> but um when I was in the military I was stationed with with some guys that you know that's we did we watched movies we wore those tapes out uh <laughs> and so I knew if I was going to do a show you know if I'm going to do a show I got to bring these guys um to it. And that's Eric and E. Um we were all in the Air Force together uh down in a uh, Pope Air Force base in North Carolina uh working on A10s.
0: No but, uh, no, no hope hope.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I had to go to Korea to get out of there. <laughs> uh but yeah, I, I knew that if I if I was going to do a show like this, I had to have them guys on board. Uh and they they immediately agreed to it and um yeah, that that that's pretty much how the show started. Um for
0: us. Nice. Nice. So is is more or less organic. Uh, now were you a big podcast listener before that or or was this something kind of fre- somewhat semi fresh to you?
1: Well, uh to be honest, I I have known about podcasts for a long time and um I actually did have a show before this one um that <laughs> me and my brother and um one of our mutual friends started uh, called the three idiots which I'm thinking about bringing back under a different format but anyway um <laughs> but that was mainly us getting hammered with a with an iPhone sitting in the middle of the table just talking about whatever it didn't have a lot of direction. Uh, we we didn't plan most of the time, and half the time, by the time we got the phone out, we were already pretty hammered. So, <laughs> you can imagine how that probably went. <laughs> we I think in in um in in a year and a half or two years, we managed to put out six shows, <laughs> six
0: episodes. <laughs> that, that's a uh, that is the definition of consistency, right there. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> so I had only done a little bit of. Uh, research on podcasting at that point, you know, because it wasn't even my idea to start. It was it was my brother's friend who who wanted to do it, and I was just like, fine. I mean, we're we're just going to be recording what we do every weekend anyway. Mm-hmm, <laughs> so it's mm-hmm. not going to change my life any. <laughs> so, I, I all I did was you know look up you know basic hosting stuff and 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 things like that. And I think we we were on Podbean, um which I I, I was not happy with. <laughs> Really? So, no. Yeah. Well, not not a couple of years ago. I've heard it's gotten better. So. Um,
0: no. What, uh, what kind of problems were you having with Podbean? Um, I mean, not not to, not it, to put it, them on blast, it, but as far as your experience with it, what, what were the problems?
1: Um. It, it 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 seemed like it didn't update iTunes. It, it would take uh, a while for it to update iTunes um i really didn't like the interface the back end of it i didn't like the interface for the back end and just it's a bunch of nitpick stuff and like i said i'm 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 pretty sure it's gotten better because even now i'm i'm hearing um more podcast experts you know scare quotes um recommend using it at least at first
0: yeah um no what what did what did you switch to? What where did you go from there? Well,
1: I, we that that whole show it, it lived on Podbean, and like I said, there was only like six episodes, so it's not like um, there was a whole slew of them out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I started this show, um, I, I I did not want to make the same mistakes with with this one that I did with that one, and again, it was the lack of planning, the being too wasted. <laughs> Uh yeah, I drink on the show now, um, but I make sure that I, I limit how much I'm drinking uh <laughs> for the yep. most part. Some some episodes you you'll hear me start and slur pretty bad near the end, but I I generally try to keep
0: it uh to an acceptable level, but you you, you um, ever get halfway through a show and wonder who the hell brought the shots? And you're just like, Oh <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: less would like that was the first show. That, that was what it was like doing that one. Um but um, basically I, I wanted, I wanted to do this show, you know, quote unquote, right. So I, I, I started doing the research and actually the first couple podcasts I even, uh, subscribed to were podcasts about podcasting. Like, um, I think the first podcast I ever subscribed to was the audacity to podcast, uh, mm. Daniel J. Lewis does that one. And i mm-hmm. I still listen to that show to this day. Um, Dave Jackson's School of podcasting uh, morning announcements. I, I I can't ever remember the right title for that show, but uh, Cliff Craft with the podcast Answer Man. So those, those were the shows that
0: I initially subscribed to, the first ones. So, and, so you know, your your first real big delve into podcasting was to learn about podcasting. That's <laughs> yeah. That's, that seems really meta to me. <laughs> yeah. 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 And and how how uh, how helpful have they been? I mean, I'm, I'm assuming they've they've been helpful because you're still listening to them. But um, is it something that you got a lot out of, or was it just a little nitpicky thing? One little bit here, a little bit there. Um, and how much are you getting out of it now?
1: A lot of those, uh, of the three that I mentioned, um, they it does not seem like it's a show geared towards somebody like me for the most part. I mean, there are episodes that. And what I'm what I mean by that is you know I'm a hobbyist podcaster. I don't I don't get I can't say I don't get paid for this cuz we got a Patreon thing that that's starting to make a little bit but like I'm not trying to run a business with this. I'm not trying to, you know, be an entrepreneur or anything like that. And a lot of those guys episodes are geared towards people who are um doing it, you know, professionally. Like I said there there are episodes where I do get a lot out of um even if they're not directly talking to the hobbyist uh especially when you're talking about equipment um or new software to make you know your workflow a little bit easier tips on you know general podcasting you know they still have episodes like that and I there's shows that I listen to every every week whether they I think they might apply to me or not um because mm-hmm. honestly I like hearing those dudes talk <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> that that does seem to be a, a key component when you want people to listen to you is to have a voice that people want to listen to
1: <laughs> well i mean how, how good is that though like you've got people listening to your show that don't give a shit what you're talking about they're just <laughs> listening because it's you
0: <laughs> the, yeah yeah that, that, that is a, that is a valid point uh, now <laughs> now and i'm wondering how many people are listening to me just just to hear me talk now that, that that almost seems a little creepy from the side. Okay. So, um <laughs> <laughs> Now you you do a Friday the 13th podcast. You uh from the ones that I listen to, you do it pretty well. It's not it's not all fanboyish. It's not uh uh you know, like you said before, it, it's not slamming the movies or or making fun of them or anything else. Um it is kind of uh really it's It's a passion project, and you can tell it's something that you that you really enjoy, that you want to share. Um, now, how did you decide on the the particular format of you know coming in with the intro and and all that stuff and who would be on it and all that kind of thing um
1: that That's something that has been evolving since we started. Um, I think I've settled on it now, so the first few episodes are the intros and all that are a little different um honestly. The way that I do my intros I stole directly from the Audacity to Podcast. Um, <laughs> and I've done it so m- many times now, like if I want if I, I couldn't even change it now if I wanted to, because it would just feel too weird to say it any different way. Um, we started out using um music from the same guy you you're um you're using, uh, uh from Kevin Kevin McLeod. In yeah content. yeah we, we started we started with um that music but then uh, a couple months into it um a fan actually made us our current intro music uh which i you know i, I really like it um you know I, I i can produce audio all day um and i used to dabble in music making when i was younger but um so it was cool to have somebody like give us a, a nice sounding. You know unique sounding um music for the show, so I, w- I was really appreciative for that and that guy's name is the down river rat, so go check his stuff out. he's cool the, man I like the down that river
0: guy. rat well, I'll definitely put a link to his stuff in in, uh, in the show notes um now we as we discussed at the beginning of this podcast, you are a father of some active kids oh yeah, four now <laughs> um
1: ranging in age from three to fourteen. <laughs> uh yeah it's they're they're definitely a handful to say the least
0: <laughs> yeah now now how do, how does that change your your uh your view on podcasting because i know for me it's um i have some a, a kind of a, a I don't i don't want to say a deadline but i have I a, a, oh, i can't even think of the word Basically, my wife has stated to me that if podcasting is going to be something that distracts from the family, it's not something I'm going to do. And, you know, that's, that's something that her and I kind of agree on. Um, I, I enjoy podcasting. It's a passion project for me. I'm not making money on it. We, we've made enough to pay for our hosting so far. Um, so it's not costing anything either. But as far as the challenge of balancing your podcast with your family life, where do you find that balance and how did you find that balance? Um, to be honest, at, when we first started, it, it was pretty
1: time-consuming. Um, I've always used Audition to to um, to edit the show, um, but when we first started out, um, we were we were using like we would all. <laughs> this even sounds so silly just to say it, but um, we what we would do is we would hit record on each of our uh, laptops and then call each other through a conference call service. So I'm on the phone and talking in the mic at the same time. Uh, so I had to edit all three of our, our our audio tracks together, and uh, we had no sense of mic control. So I spent hours and hours and hours cutting out, you know, the background stuff and things like that. Um, however, as we've gotten better equipment, and I've gotten better, you know, I've got a, a better workflow down. Um, I can record an episode and then, you know, at most two hours later have it posted. Mm -hmm. So it, yeah, like I said, it it was, it was a real big pain in the ass at first and it did take up a, a lot of my time. But, you know, once I got used to how everything works and, and, uh, you know, started thinking more about how I record the shows, um, it's gotten a lot faster. Um, nice. and I'm still learning stuff to make it even faster. Um, hopefully we'll get to a point one day where I can record, not even listen to it, throw on the intro and outro and post it <laughs> one day.
0: And, and see, that's, that's one of the words that I have problems with as I was just, uh, just talking to Chris Revel about, uh, I actually listen to each track individually, um, as I'm doing, as I'm going through my process, as I'm posting the, you know, getting the audio or the video ready, because we do a, a video element as well. It's not an official video element, so I don't spend a whole lot of time on it. But it's something we put on YouTube because we're we are getting some views there and things. Um, but I, I actually listen to each track individually. Uh, I started it started as a habit just to find ways to take my co-host Kent to take his part of the conversation out of context and make fun of him at the beginning of the episode, um, <laughs> and uh, it, it just became a habit that I that I've done since and i'm going to have to break that habit cuz that that actually eats up a considerable amount of time but um other than that uh, i've got my my recording after recording it takes me about 2 hours to get a to get a podcast out and that includes the video part of it and most of that is messing with the video to be honest with you yeah <laughs> now now how uh, how how is your mic technique when you're using a phone and talking into a mic like <laughs> <laughs> well listen to some of our first couple episodes and you'll see it's non-existent <laughs> uh
1: but you know we we got a few episodes under our belt and then you know we were all like you know we really like doing this and i think this is something we're gonna we're gonna keep doing so then we need we, we were like well we need to think about uh getting better you know microphones at least um er he, he is a, he he records um music so he already had a good microphone um if you listen to some of our earlier stuff, he's the one that always sounds better than the other ones because he already had all that, that stuff together. But um I went out and bought a AT2005 from Audio Technica, and that's what I'm using right now and I I'm, I'm really been really happy with it. Um Eric started out well, Eric, now we all have AT2005s because they I mean for the price and uh, as opposed to the sound uh, for me, it, it doesn't get much better. Uh, you can find these things on sale sometimes for thirty or forty bucks, and and they're right. f- decent USB mics. So, um, yeah, when when, uh, when Oz joined the crew um, after we were some time into the show, the one of the first things I told him was, "Well, if you're going to be on the show, you need to buy a microphone like right now. I'm not putting you on using your laptop mic. We went through that already. I'm not going back to it." <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, start start recording yourself, listening to yourself, playing yourself back and realizing the the different technique that you have and and learn your signature on it. Yeah, that's definitely one of the keys. And not everybody's mic technique is the same. I'm not trying to say that you have to have perfect mic technique or anything else. My personal mic technique is I put this pop filter in front of me and as long as I can as long as my nose can touch the pop filter, then I know I'm in the right place.
1: Yeah, I I <laughs> so, I, I, I stay between I don't know three or four inches away. Um, yeah, I, I started out with a pop filter like that, but I, I noticed that it, it obstructed my view of everything. So I got this, well, you can see it, but nobody else can, this little slim, uh, metal, uh, mm-hmm. uh pop filter. And I'm, I'm really enjoying that one.
0: Yeah. Uh, my, my biggest thing recently, cause I have a, I, I record with a Yeti, a blue Yeti. Um, I love this microphone. It's never given me any problems. And, uh, you know, I, I got it on the recommendation of, of listening to several several different podcasts about what they use to record and um, looking at prices and things like that. But one of the things about it is, and the bass stand is huge, and this microphone is immensely heavy. So I had to get a boom, and the boom cost me like 30 bucks. But I have to counterweight the microphone now that it's on the boom with the bass on the other side of the boom to make it to where it doesn't fall. That's how heavy this microphone is. Like it's, <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous, but it, it, it gives me all the space here that I can actually type. Uh, I can you know use my mouse pad or, or my my uh, my my thumb wheel or whatever to look at different things during the podcast stuff like that. It was it seems like such a minor thing, but just finding your space and finding out figuring out exactly how you want a podcast and how you're comfortable, it makes it can make a huge difference just in the comfort level. Um, and oh, I, yeah, I think I that's one of those yeah, things. That
1: when I started, I started with a. Uh, one of these cheap, um, ten-dollar microphones and the little stand it had with it. it would, I had to hunch over just to get close enough to it. But yeah, I, I got a boom and everything for mine. And uh, yeah, I, I like the 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 freed up space on my desk now. It's great. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: oh yeah. Now if, and then, then that's kind of like the next thing I need to do is get an actual boom because boom, right now it's just on a on a miniature mic stand that has an uh, angler on it, but. Uh, it's still so so much of an improvement i can you know just having the space there now um as far as your uh, your your current podcast you went from from what podfeet right and now where do you host uh we host at blueberry right
1: now and i'm um i'm i'm pretty happy with with uh the support i get from those guys plus uh, you know i my site is my website's run with wordpress and they they have a wordpress plugin uh to to help post the shows better, so yeah, I mean, uh, what uh, another thing that I really didn't care about for about Podbean, and like I said, I'm pretty sure they've gotten better about this. But when you host your show on a on on a website like that, they own your show, like they own your RSS feed, they like. You contribute your show to them, and but they have ultimate control over it and so if you want to move off a website like that, it then gets really hard to um, have iTunes or you know wherever you know I guess new Google Play is coming out with podcast uh, uh right. directory too, but it gets real hard migration. to have that company then redirect your your r s s feed to your new one um and that that stopped me from uh, getting our own website for my first show and stuff like that because, you know, I, I couldn't I couldn't I didn't have any control over that stuff. But with um, with Blueberry, you can you can have them generate an RSS feed from Blueberry. But I I have the Blueberry uh, plugin WordPress plugin generate mm-hmm. my RSS feed from my website. So if I want to move it, I can. It's not a problem.
0: Yeah, that's actually one of the things we do. Well, we host our all of our podcasts on archive. dot org. So if you want to be a cheater, you can go look us up on archive. dot org and find all the all the episodes before they actually go into the iTunes stream because I, I upload them as I finish the editing. <laughs> <laughs> so if you if you're if you're a super fan, you can always cheat a little bit. Um, but, uh, we post there because the, the, you know, the hosting of the actual file is free that way. And then I use the blueberry plugin with uh, the category podcasting. So I break down each podcast into its own category, which gives it its own feed. And it's one of the things that I'm a little bit timid about is if I ever have to move away from that, I'm going to have to redirect all of those individual feeds. (laughs) But, uh, but I like it because it does keep track of your, of your download stats, things like that. So you can kind of see where you're at with it. Um, But then you start getting into the fuzzy world of of how do you count downloads. And archive.org will give me one number. Blueberry will give me another number. iTunes kind of reflects something different in their little popularity scale. It's, man, it's such a mess trying to figure out exactly how many people you have listening to your show.
1: Yeah. um, uh, When we, you know, we we didn't make much traction when we first started. I mean, I kind of figured that getting that our topic was so narrow, (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> um, but then um, we actually got picked up by um, I'm hesitant to say the biggest, but it probably is the biggest Friday the Thirteenth um, fan website, uh, which is Friday 13 Thirteenth uh, He started posting our episodes on, on on his site, and once that started happening, our our numbers jumped. From, you know, maybe 100, 200 a month to uh, we're averaging about 5000 a month now. So wow, that's pretty that good. A, that was that was a
0: big help. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, uh, as far as your your fan base goes, how much interaction are you getting from the listeners? Um we do a lot of interaction on Facebook. Um we
1: we get a sporadic amount of email, but a lot of our our, our interaction uh happens on Facebook. So before we go to record a show and this I know this is kind of cheating for fan mail uh <laughs> but before we record a, an episode I'll go and post in several different um Friday 13th Facebook groups. Hey, we're going to do a show on this topic tonight. Is there anything you want to know or any theory that you want to put forth about this? Um and yeah, we we get good interaction that way. Um like I said, it, it it's it's kind of cheating because I call it listener mail on my show, even though I have no way of knowing if these people that are talking
0: to me listen, but you know, whatever. Um, it's, it's yeah, still I, an, an inductive I, way I, of, of getting the feedback and, and having, uh, some sort of uh, listener interjection. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, 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 I did have a guy, he, he was emailing me all the time. Um, then I then he finally got on Facebook and now, um, you know i've become quite good friends with with a few of our listeners so you know it it i mean hey uh even if i don't have you know 10,000 downloads a day uh you know i've i've made some 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 cool connections with people right uh in that regard so i mean but you know we're we're not yeah it, it's nice for us to see those big download numbers every month well i mean big for us I'm sure other shows would not even notice if they lost five thousand downloads a month um, but yeah those, those things those numbers are cool, but the, I mean at the end of the day, it's just some friends sitting around, you know most of us drinking, talking about movies we like yeah. and we do have um like I said, we do have people that uh email us and and they friended us personally on facebook, and we you know we we chat with them you know uh one-on-one and uh yeah so it's uh, yeah I, I won't say that the 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 interaction is is that is that great as far as the numbers not as far as the quality but um we do the quality of it is is what's what's good for us right now so yeah we're we're doing all right in that regard, i think
0: so now that that feeds into what i would like to talk about next and that's how do you measure your success and in that aspect of it, what kind of a grade would you give yourself uh, against that measure of success?
1: That, that's a, that is a thing that we as ne- never entered into our minds. Um, as far as <clears throat> that, that's a real hard question to to, to even answer because that's not even something we talk about. Like our only goal is
0: to put out shows. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? So as long as you're putting out shows, you're succeeding pretty good.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much the, the only thing that, that, um, that we've ever talked about, you know, let's just keep the show going. You know, we do have a few, um, big fans that, that talk to us and that they like it. Um, so yeah, I, I guess an A, <laughs> 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 um <clears throat> so,
0: so a soft a <laughs> yeah yeah
1: I, i'll give i mean there's always some room to grow um yeah that that's really all it's
0: ever been about is just us talking so uh like so s- so then what kind of goals do you have for this next year um actually that is something we we did talk about um <clears throat>
1: you know we I framed it the question to the other guys you know in regards to a new year 's resolution, and I asked them, you know, hey, um here are my resolutions for this year for this show um what are yours and mine was to not necessarily grow the show more but to have more meaningful interaction with the fans that we already have and um like i said we i think we do a good job of that right now but you know again you can always improve um uh, another goal that we'd set for the show for this year was to you know make a few more minor equipment upgrades and we're halfway to what i wanted um with you know we've just bought a, a new uh mixer so now i'm waiting on a uh digital recorder so i can you know, bypass the Skype recorder we're using now. Mm. Um, But yeah, I mean, (laughs) we already have way more downloads every month than I thought we would ever get to, you know, Um, because we saw slow, steady growth before that website picked us up. And we'd get excited when we hit like 100 downloads for a month and, you know, 150 downloads in a month. Um, but yeah, there's there's Um, not, (laughs) we just want to continue putting out episodes, um, and, and getting better at our craft.
0: Have you, uh, no, you, you did mention before that you you tossed around the idea of doing other, you know, branching outside the the niche of just Friday the 13th. Uh, where would you go? If you could have it, you know, your way, where would you, what, what was the next, uh, the next, next podcast that you'd put out?
1: Well, that's an easy one um, because two of the biggest horror franchises have um, intertwined, uh, which is Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, so in Jason Goes to Hell, you get that scene at the end where Freddy's glove comes out of the dirt and pulls Jason Mass down. Mm-hmm. Now, we had waited on that you know, mashup for like 10 years when we finally got Freddy versus Jason. So... We already know that once we stop doing Friday Night Round Elm
0: Street's, the next stop. I mean, it's a it's a given. <laughs> it's pretty See, much
1: mandatory at this point. <laughs> and,
0: and and that's and that's when you would have the interaction for me because that's kind of my favorite horror franchise is the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I just it's the one that I grew up on that, that you know was was always on HBO or whatever during the the free weeks because we never actually paid for HBO and uh, <laughs> yep you know we, we would record the record it on the VCR. Yes, it's a VCR, kids. It it actually records shows from the TV that you can keep. It's not just in a box, and <laughs> no. uh, you know, and and I would run those tapes out. Like we would have you know three movies on one tape, and that tape would snap before you know before I was done with it. Um, so that's yeah, that was, that was my franchise. Just all all the Nightmare on Elm Streets. So I could never get enough of them.
1: Yeah, and uh, you know, those are the two franchises that I grew up watching. Anyway, now I I don't know. I don't think that I know as much about Nightmare on Elm Street as I do Friday the 13th. (laughs) So it's going to be interesting to see uh, next year. And we really, I I have a lot of the episodes already planned out for this year for our show. Mm -hmm. And uh, Friday the 13th is going to take us into 2017. And that's not even talking about the movie, the new movie that is supposedly coming to us. Um, that's not talking about the planned TV show. That's not talking about, you know, doing whatever we're going to do on the show with the video game. I mean, so at this point
0: we're looking at another solid year of nothing but Friday. So you, you're things out pretty well ahead of time then.
1: Well, I mean, like I said, uh, earlier, you know, we kind of have a loose format where we movie, we talk about the movie, we talk about a plot point. And so given that all the movies, you know, there's so many of there's there's 12 of them out right now. And just going on that basic formula, that's already 24 episodes, not counting anything extra that we might do. But then you start talking about comic books. And well, that's that's what a lot of this year is going to be us talking about the comic books. Um, because I've read a few of them and they really bring some interesting story, uh, story elements to the franchise. So I'm, I'm getting real interested in talking about that, but yeah, I I don't know what the transition to nightmare on Elm street is going to be like, because I think all of us that do the show, we, we know most about Friday the 13th. So it's, it's definitely going to be an interesting transition when that time comes, Although, like I said, if the if if the TV show pops off, I don't know. I don't know when we'll ever get to Night Realm Tree. How, how yeah. many
0: uh, how many episodes of the current podcast do you do you have out? Um, right now, we have.
1: I think I just posted our. Uh, ep- let me see episode thirty four on uh, this past Friday, so on the on the
0: eighth of January. Um, and, and you've been doing it for just a little over a year now?
1: Yeah, initially we were doing a bi weekly show, <clears throat> especially because it was taking me so long to edit them. <laughs> Dude, I know, when I, say I know it that took a feeling long time I'm talking, <laughs> it would take me I, I if I had to count all the hours that I worked on one episode, and you can't tell it by listening to it because they sound like shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think I probably worked on every every episode initially like for eight hours mm. Mm. Uh, on an average. Um, yeah, because uh, I, I wasn't familiar with the, with audition. Um, I wasn't familiar with all the, the things to make it go quicker and stuff like that. But, um, um, after, after a couple, after we put out a couple of shows on the bi weekly bi-weekly schedule. Um, I wanted to do more. So I came up with, um, this, these special sort of episodes <coughs> um, Which I, I was calling community spotlights Where we would have um, some maker From the Friday 13th community Come on the show and talk about what they make And we're talking about mask makers, costumers wh- Whatever they call themselves, I'm not sure <laughs> but, so, so real uh, behind the make- scenes
0: kind of stuff <laughs> Huh? Behind the scenes kind of stuff well, they're making fan replicas.
1: So these oh. are these are fan these are not professional people doing it. They're they're fans making replicas. Um we've had, you know, a painter on, a fan fiction writer, people like that. Um So we we I started started going down the weekly route um because we we took the community spotlights to about 15 minutes and they were they were skeleton crew episodes. So you know, some of them might just have me talking to the person on. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a way to, for me to put out more content w- without worrying about scheduling it with three or four other, or two or three other people. Um, you know, I could just tell them, hey, I got one of these interviews set up for Thursday. If you're free, come on the show with us. Or if not, it's fine. You know, I got it. <laughs> um, nice. But what I found out real quick about doing that. Um, especially with with people not used to talking about their uh, about their craft and in an interview style, it was it was getting it was getting real tedious to even edit down a fifteen minute episode. Um, and plus, I kept having scheduling conflicts with the people that we were trying to talk to and stuff like that. So at the beginning of this year, well. Uh, right after Christmas, you know, last year I put out, I put, um, a little short audio clip on our feed, just saying basically, you know, Merry Christmas and all that stuff. But I, I, I also announced in there that we'd be doing away with the community spotlight episode. So I think we're going to go back to a biweekly schedule. Hmm. Um, cause it was just getting to be too much of a pain in the ass to have, um, these people on every other week. Um, even though yeah. there's there's plenty of people that I I could be talking to, but it, it was just it was getting to a point where, um, you know I I've I've you know I'm coming up on deadlines for when I need to post the show, and I'm still I'm getting cancellations left and right or um, stuff like that. Which I mean I, I get I have to cancel stuff too. We we have to cancel our regular shows on occasion too because of of stuff. But it was, it was just starting to be an all the time thing. So. Uh, Me and the guys just decided, you know, we'll we'll have we'll still do them, but sporadically, and it's not going to be a definite thing that you you can expect all the time. Um, Plus, like I said earlier, um, I'm thinking about reviving one of my uh, that that uh, the the last show that I was was doing with a new format and stuff like that. So this will give me some time to free up some time to work on some other projects that I've been wanting to do.
0: Nice. Yeah, I, uh, I I almost kind of feel like I'm cheating the system by having a podcast hosting podcasters because a lot of those worries are gone. You know, they typically will have their equipment set up. They'll have some decent mic technique, and they'll understand the importance of having a, a, a quiet background so you can you can actually get the audio and it's not all distorted and stuff like that. So I I might have cheated the system a little bit by having you know a, a, <laughs> a podcast with people that already know how to do it. Um, but, uh, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't see a teacher standing around smacking me with a ruler, so I'm just going to keep doing it. So <laughs> <laughs> no, the, 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 um, the show's great. Um, like I was, um,
1: saying to you, uh, before we start recording, you, you had, um, you had Jeff King on, uh, which I listen to the Game Crafter official podcast that he does. And, uh, um, oh, nice. he's very enjoyable to listen to.
0: Um, yeah we we actually it, it, we had a we had about an hour and a half conversation and i think about forty five minutes maybe fifty minutes made it into the episode, and the rest of it i 'm going to throw in, on uh, as a as a patron exclusive so um I like doing that I like throwing little things in there but yeah he was it was amazing talking to him and listening to his story and and I wish some of the stuff that we had talked about before the show started had made it into the podcast, which is one of the reasons why we started so quickly after we got on the, on the skype. Um, cause I like to get the, 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 rawness, the, the, the real stories and stuff like that. But he was a, he was a treat to have on the show. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was very, I, if you don't like that episode, then you're probably not going to be continuing to listen to the show. Cause that was, that was a really good one. I, I like these, these episodes. Um, I'm really getting out of this show what I wanted to get out of it. And that is to hear the stories, hear the different aspects of it. And there hasn't been an episode that I've recorded yet that I didn't either, learn something from their experience or, you know, get a link that's going to help out with things or, you know, just, it's, it's not only helping me as a podcaster, but it's genuinely interesting stories just hearing from different people. And I can relate to, you know, before I started recording my podcast, the ritual misery podcast, or this one, or the other one that I've done, um, the O lounge comedy uh, cast that it's, there's so many different aspects of podcasting and reasons to podcast and people that are doing the podcast, things like that. And I just want to get that out there. And I, and I really enjoy the the genuine artistry, you know, the uh, the, the thrill of doing the podcast and, and having, having a passion project, especially, that, that you just really like doing. And, uh, I don't know, like I said, I, I feel like I'm kind of cheating because going into the podcasting world about podcasting, and the the only kick on this show is that I don't want to talk about the, the business aspects of it, you know, I don't want to, we can talk about monetization, but I'm not on this podcast trying to push someone's business or, or things like that, and it, it I, I thought it might be a little bit more difficult than it has been to get people to sit down and talk honestly and be able to tell, you know, say what their numbers are, you know, because there seems to be like a lot of secrecy, like you know, everybody wants to share their podcast, but nobody wants to talk about how... How their podcast is actually doing, you know, <laughs> and I, I think or,
1: or or you know the the people that do share their numbers, um, you know they they're, they have they're such the ridiculous have numbers. an
0: astronomical
1: amount of downloads, <laughs> and it's like, thanks, bro, yeah, I'm
0: over yeah, here, like, <laughs> yeah, you know? I wouldn't I wouldn't <laughs> mind telling the whole world that I have you know fifty thousand downloads a day either, you know. <laughs> Yeah, it, so. it's
1: all like I'm a part of the uh, I think it's uh, the podcasters hangout where where uh, we met up at. Um, mm-hmm. you know, there, there's a couple people in there that have almost made me quit that group, and it's not their fault. I mean, they're, they're not doing it to be a dick to me or anything, they don't even know who I am, but just <laughs> mm-hmm. it can get a little discouraging sometimes, especially when uh, the shows that they're um touting are they're, they're cookie cutter bullshit. Um, you know. dime a dozen entrepreneurial however you say that word um shows and so it's just like man fuck you
0: guys (laughs) (laughs) yeah that and that that was actually one of the catalysts for the show because i i I love that group i love listening to some of the stories that they're that's in there and everything else but once in a while it's like man if i could just if you if you could just take the 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 aspect that you're trying to push your business and trying to make money off of of helping people podcast and just just tell your story it'd be amazing i i'd be so genuinely interested well how come nobody's doing that well then why the hell don't i do it and that <laughs> that i was like okay well what do i call it cuz i'm doing this this is this is going to happen and it's been it's been pretty awesome so far i hope people have been uh, been listening and enjoying it but i know i have you know it's it's been really rewarding for me personally so and that's kind of what i like to it, it's recursive you know I, i'm doing a podcast about people that enjoy podcasting and telling their stories, their their trials and, and tribulations, and what they've done that's gone well and gone wrong. In the process of doing a podcast about, <laughs> you know, about enjoying podcasting, and it's <laughs> it's just it's, it's 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 pretty awesome. And I, I love the pl- podcasting as a platform in which we can do this. You know, you can't go out and be creative in other aspects and and have a shared experience where you get to enjoy your craft together. And share with other people who enjoy your craft that aren't necessarily directly part of what you're doing.
1: Yeah, and you, you mentioned the, the artistry of it and being creative. Uh, what I like about podcasting is that, you know, if you can speak, you already have the tools you need to
0: do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and, and if you can't, it's a great way to practice and to learn.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I know there are, there are a couple, uh, you know, foreign language podcasts where people are doing that. Um, that seems to be a popular trend right now where the show is not necessarily an expert on the topic is not necessarily the person that's hosting the show they are you know learning about a topic and then sharing what they've learned through their podcast so right. that's that that's cool too i mean it reminds me of what what blogging used to be um mm-hmm. before you know uh monetization and 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 clickbait and all that stuff started yeah. becoming popular um <laughs> I mean, you, I, I don't have time to, to, to sit here and read all the blog posts that I would want to read, um, given my my breadth of, of interest. So podcasting is a great way for me to catch up on on certain you know hobbies that I might like to do or, or you know certain topics that I like to to learn about, because I can, I can just put it in my ear and be doing other things. I don't have to sit here and read everything.: Yep. But uh, yeah. Um, that
0: That was one of the things that really got me about podcasting is i 'm a i 'm a, a tech nerd. I love technology I love to see where it 's going the trends um you know it 's interesting to me to see how the companies interact and which one buys which and how it 's splitting off and and uh the new technology is coming out the ones that you know the vaporware that never shows up at all um this is the c e s week and oh my gosh, all the vaporware coming out of there it, I love it I love hearing about it um <laughs> You know, all, all the reporters that are there are like, oh, this is just a vaporware fest. And I'm like, yes, tell me all about the shit that's never going to happen, you know. Um, <laughs> it's it just, it, it's what I do. But I don't have time to go and do all the reading and research and everything else myself. So, um, you know, Daily Tech News Show is, is my source of, of all things tech, really. And it's it's a half hour format once a day. And I listen to it on the bus to work and on the bus home. And, you know, while I'm while i'm getting ready for for work in the morning things like that and it's it's a way for me to keep in touch of all the things that i really enjoy without having to spend more than you know dedicated time to listen to that show is probably like five minutes a day at most every other time that i am listening to that show i'm actually involved in something else and just passively listening in the background and keeping track of all the things that are going on regardless
1: yeah same here um it's it's doubtful that you'll ever catch me just sitting down and listening to something i'm you know i do occasionally at nighttime after my house gets quiet but uh, for the most part especially well at work and at home i almost always have headphones on uh, or my earbuds on you know doing stuff around the house or you know doing my job uh, stuff like that so yeah i I agree with you there it's 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 great for those people where you just don't, you just don't have all day to sit here and, and, and catch up on all the news that you want to.
0: So, yep. Yep. All right, man. Um, so what advice, uh, would you give to not only to, uh, uh, aspiring podcasters or beginner podcasters, but do you have anything for the veteran podcasters that, that, you know, that you'd like to get out there?
1: Uh, sure. For the newbies, um, this is going to be a different piece of advice for both, but for the newbies, there's a couple things. Um, Number one, don't be afraid to go full niche. (laughs) (laughs) Look, these shitty eighties horror movies. I like, I like, I like them even though they're shitty. I mean, they're, they're shitty acting, um, generally shitty writing for the films. Uh, they don't operate on big budgets except for the last, you know, the, the couple, the last couple that have come out. But, um,
0: and have you noticed that since the big budgets have really kicked in, the the entertainment value of the movie has declined a little bit? Like it's you you're getting more visually, but somehow there's there's something lost in that process. <laughs> oh
1: that that's a that's a that's a thing that I could I could do a whole episode on, but um <laughs> a little bit. Um but yeah, don't don't look e, e- and even if there are 15 million other podcasts about the particular thing that you want to talk about who cares they're not going to talk about this subject in the same way that you would so th- just do it if, if if you don't get discouraged because there's another show out there for your topic or you think that your topic is too narrow just do it another piece of advice I would have for newbies is just get a good microphone uh that that turns me off so fast to a podcast that i would probably otherwise enjoy is listening to someone who recorded it on an iphone you know sitting in the middle of their table (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) Uh, from experience the tech
1: tech is not that expensive anymore um like i said this at2005 that my whole crew uses now um it's normally like 70 bucks but they go on sale often, and you can find them for as cheap as thirty bucks. So just, yep. just, just, just pick up a good microphone.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it, it didn't have to be a professional level mic. We don't all need to have high LPR forties either. I mean, we would all love to have high LPR forties. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah, but <laughs> that's a, that's, a,
1: that's a goal of mine one day.
0: Yeah, that's that's like the uh, the 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 golden crown of uh, of podcasting microphones. I think. But uh, just something better than than the crap most people have lying around. You know, put put twenty, thirty, fifty bucks into it, and you'll be amazed at the at the difference. Just that first step in in microphone technology is amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and that's something you can definitely hear in our show. Um, if you go back and listen to the first, I don't know, four or five episodes, and then you hear the the episodes where we all got new microphones, you can tell a marked difference and how good it sounds. I can go back and listen to those original episodes. and I, if, if, if I was scrolling through iTunes and played one of them, I would probably just pass it up, mm. to be honest with you. Um, but, yeah, the, the, the technology is so much better now, and it's cheaper. If, if, if you pick up one of these on sale for $30 and you do an episode or two and you f- figure out you don't like it, you're out 30 bucks. It's not, you know It's not that serious it's um, like
0: I, three trips to Burger King you know. yeah
1: yeah. what I do like about this microphone though it's USB but I, I also it's got an XLR connection on it too so as you, as you grow your microphone doesn't have to be the first thing that leaves it mm. can be one of the last things Yeah. Um, so yeah um, but yeah those are the main two well I'll say this about the newbies too get familiar with your recording software <laughs> <laughs> know it no no at least at least the, the small portion of it that you would need to do uh, a show just and there's, <clears throat> there's free stuff out there too I use Audition and I think you said you do too but mm-hmm. um, Audacity is a free program and I mean it doesn't do a bad job I mean in right. fact a lot of a lot of bigger podcasts still use all Audacity to do their show so there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and get to, just get to know it. And that way, right out of the gate, you got a decently produced show. Um, and, and you will be more – it will be more um, – the possibilities of somebody coming across your show and sticking with you will, will be higher. The chances will be higher, I think. Because um, like I said, for me, if, if I turn on a show, even if, if it's the only podcast about the topic that I want to know about – if you got crappy audio, I will. I'm listening to five seconds of it before I turn it off, and I never think about it again.
0: <laughs> definitely, definitely. And uh, what about the the veteran podcasters, the guys that have been, or guys and gals that have been doing it for a while?
1: Stop taking yourself so fucking seriously. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I mean, enjoy and even, even it there, first, right?
1: Yeah, even even during even even some of the shows that I listen to, where you have, um, you know, the supposed experts in podcasting, some of them guys they occasionally take themselves too seriously, and I end up just like just looking at my phone, like, "Come on, bro, you're better than that. Uh, this is supposed to be entertaining, and you're you're just I don't know what you're doing over there, but you obviously are not having fun with it right now." <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> but but yeah, I, I mean, it's hard for me to give advice to veterans because I am not a veteran at this. I, I mean, yeah, I've I've technically been doing this for three years, but I only just started taking it seriously last year, and I'm still learning stuff all the time. Um, and that's a, maybe that's maybe that's a piece of advice for veterans too. You don't know everything.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, so. It, it, it. A continuous yeah. a continuous learning process.
1: Yes, you don't know everything, so stop pretending that you yeah. do.
0: <laughs> yeah, one of the uh, one of one of the things that got me. Uh, you talk about p- people taking themselves seriously. Uh, I used to listen to the podcast method over on the Five by Five Network, and the first I don't know maybe five or six episodes were really good. Like I I, I learned a considerable amount from you know the uh, some tips on 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 compression and, uh, some, some audio techniques and things like that, uh, mic technique, things like that. And then one day he came on there and, uh, it's Dan Benjamin and he's, he's pretty well known in in podcasting circles. He's, he's not a a newbie by any means. Um, he actually runs the five by five network and he came on there and said, consistency, you have to remain consistent. If you're going to release a podcast, do so, on a consistent basis and then it was literally two and a half months before the next episode came out (laughs) you know it went went from every other week to two and a half months and i was just like you just like invalidated almost everything that you've been saying Uh, and i I just stopped listening after that it it, it lost all its value so um if you're gonna if you're gonna say something like that if you're trying to give people advice on on uh on how to podcast Follow your own advice, <laughs> especially if
1: you're only putting out shows every other week that's not hard to do yeah yeah especially if 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 you're just doing it by yourself
0: it, it, yeah it was it was that that was one of those things that just it, it's a it's a good podcast you know I, I recommend it to people that are trying to learn how to podcast things like that. I tell them, hey, go listen to audacity to podcast uh with daniel Day-Lewis, uh yeah daniel Daylis and um and the podcast method just go listen to the first Ten episodes of each one of those shows, and and you'll get a lot out of them. Um, but I can't recommend him after that because, well, uh, Audacity podcast it it gets to be kind of droning, and the podcast method he it gets re, you know recursive, and it, he starts not even taking his own advice, and it just pissed me off. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, I, well, I, I still find a lot of value in the Audacity the podcast, especially his last I don't know six or seven episodes where he's. You know he's talking about you know better ways to do this and that, and so yeah. I'm, I mean, yeah, a lot of these guys can be like that, but um, yeah, I, I still listen to him uh, every every week.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, you you can listen to the Audacity podcast every week, which adds to it, I guess. The yeah. podcast method, not so much. So now, now you know what's going to happen is I'm going to try to get uh, Dan Benjamin on here, and he's going to listen to this show, and he's be like, "Oh, screw that guy." Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Um, all right, man. Uh, so it, it, it's time. It is time for me to give you the 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 same freaking spiel that everybody has at the end of their podcast. So, how can people find you if they want to if they want to hear more about your podcast and how you do it? Um. Yeah, well, uh, CampBloodPodcast.com is
1: the website. Uh, I've been trying to have more features over there than just uh, the podcast. Um, One of the guys from iHorror um, has written some stuff for us uh, recently. Um, uh, On Facebook, it's CampBloodPodcast, and I frequent the Friday the 13th franchise group. I'm an admin in that group, actually. Uh, for that group, um, and on Twitter, it's at Camp Blood Pod, and the the podcast is called Return to Camp Blood.
0: Very cool, very cool. And uh, so uh, I'm assuming that when when and if you do branch out to the the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street podcast, it'll be uh, right around that same those, those same sites. Yeah, yeah,
1: um we we talked uh, originally about whether we were going to start a whole new show or continue with this one. And I think the only thing that might change is our music and our and our and our uh, uh cover art, but other than that, um yeah, it's going to be the same all
0: or all around. There we go. Consistency, folks, it it's important. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right, man. Um so uh I would like to take a second to tell people about myself. Uh at Ethan Kane on Twitter, you can follow the show at Undaunted Cast. And everything that I do ends up at ritualmisery.com. Thank you to Kevin McLeod for allowing us to use your music, uh, Incomtech.com for that. For me, for Chris, and for all the aspiring and veteran podcasters, thank you for joining us on this journey.